social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. It is Tuesday. It's the final day of November. Yes, tomorrow is December 1st. Folks, obviously the heating season is here. Call Henry Oil today. Make Henry Oil your oil provider, 401-521-0200. Henry Oil, residential, commercial, fuel oil delivery. You can depend on Henry Oil. Make Henry Oil your oil provider. If you have another one, drop them and go with Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing, serving most Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. It's Henry Oil and online at henryoil.com. Well, folks, uh, President Biden, as you know, spoke yesterday about this new variant. I, You know, there's so many different things about the Biden administration, one thing is they're certainly not up to the the task. And, you know, we, we don't know. Is is this uh, new variant, is it is it as bad as, as they're saying it's supposed to be, the Omicron, uh, which is definitely a risk to the economy? Something that can't be ignored is the Biden people feel that it's, uh, it's actually, an, and it could be used politically as a distraction away from, let's face it, you know, they... President Biden is under pressure because of the supply chain, because of gas prices, uh, because of the economy, inflation, everything like that. And they potentially apparently find that his highest ratings come when he's dealing with the virus, uh, or at least they did. I don't think that holds up anymore. And I think they're working off a false premise that happens sometimes. I'll also say this. There's more talk that a lot of the Democrats want apparently President Biden to start to attack and kind of hit the Republicans a little bit. But a lot of people uh, in his camp or people that deal with President Biden are, are basically saying he's he's not up to the task. You know, that, they, that yeah, they want him to be go after the the Democrat Party a little bit and start to, you know, punch at them a little bit. But a, a lot they, they want him to start swinging allies aren't sure he can he's just not up to it um you know there's a good piece about it uh joe biden spent much of the first year proving he could still work across the aisle now they want him to turn up the heat democrats do on republicans so a, a lot of i guess dems in the party want him to start to hammer uh republicans for opposing his economic priorities the problem is that they, they just don't think he's up to it. In the coming weeks, Biden administration officials make the case Republicans are just opposed to his um, uh, spending, his social spending bill. By the way, folks, that is one that should not happen. It's unnecessary. Uh, the spending just, it, it just has to come to a halt at some part. But th this business, this, this, Apparently, according to the story in Politico, it's been a long point of tension. The president's orbit is, is, is how negative to go. Um, at times, apparently, they've urged the president to embrace more partisan political combat, call out Republicans. But a, a lot of them say that the president has shied away from it and less sparring. Simply, he's just not up to the task. That the attack dog role, it just doesn't suit him. He's not, it's not his style. He's not comfortable with it. And on top of that, listen, you can't deny that, you know, he has trouble seemingly just going through the the basic day to day, let alone if they start to um, try to have him go on the offensive. Now, before I mention some of the local stories, I also want to mention I'm not a big viewer of CNN, but this this story that has come out about Chris Cuomo uh, of CNN working with the brother, dealing with his staff, trying to get information on some of the accusers and people going after his then brother governor andrew cuomo i i i would be very surprised if chris cuomo rides this out at cnn i i mean wouldn't that be something folks that by the end of the year both of the brothers are out now um the jesse smollett trial is also starting um he's gonna have his his new trial but the 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 prosecutors um after years of controversy 
Jesse Smollett finally is going to begin with prosecutors alleging. So he he alleged that, you know, the fake hate crime that grabbed the national attention. And so they're going after him on this. And I, I don't know. Hey, Kyle Rittenhouse took the stand. Let's see if the actor can take the stand. Now, closer to home, and we are going to talk about it, but there's just this embarrassing story about the fact that in Providence, um, you, you didn't have just one, but you had someone that actually had two jobs. A former Providence school principal was working not only here, but then remotely in Washington, D.C. You know, this is an example where they are just so out of the loop uh, with what's going on. And there's, it should be no shock of just why the Providence schools are the mess that they are. Folks, someone that just continues to garner uh, great press. And by the way, we have some unique stories up on the website, depetro.com. Make sure you check them out. And also, Cyber Monday, Cyber Tuesday, we have some uh, great merchandise that is available in the shop. Uh, easy. You could order right there online, right there in the shop at depetro.com. And don't forget, depetro.com, which is brought by Tavolo, T-A-V-O-L-O, Authentic Innovative Italian Cuisine. There's a link right on the website, depetro.com. Three locations, Providence, Atwells Avenue, Federal Hill, the Smithfield location. You know, anytime I mention Tavolo, anyone that's ever been there is always impressed. And also the Warwick location right there on post road across from the airport stop in wine bar tuscan grill uh leonard and his wife they do a, a tremendous job but i want to play folks the guy that just continues to just uh you know he supports law enforcement florida is number one in the nation as far as being open with covid and it's uh, florida governor ron DeSantis. listen to ron DeSantis. this just kind of happened and they say oh this was a big accident uh you never actually hear the discussion about who committed this, uh, what was the motivation? Uh, this guy was a career criminal, let out on, didn't really have any bail, basically, should not have even been on the street, uh, had clear anti-white animus, uh, and this was an intentional act. And it seems like, you know, for corporate press, they're more apt to, to characterize a parent who goes to a school board meeting to right. protest bad policies yep. as a domestic terrorist than somebody who intentionally rams an SUV into a crowd of innocent people. So you That's have at right. least six have died. You have many more that have been injured. I know many people are in the hospital. And so uh, let's just be clear. This was not a car just driving in. This was an attack by a felon who did that, who should not have been on the street. And we'll see what the actual motivation was. Uh, it very well may have been in response to what happened with Kyle Rittenhouse. And you have to wonder if that's the case. Almost surely, this guy's view of Rittenhouse was was colored by all these media lies. He brought a, he brought a, a rifle across state lines. That's a lie. They said that the initial altercation with Jacob Blake, that Blake was unarmed. That's a lie. They covered up Blake's criminal history. Uh, and then they said that Rittenhouse shot. And first of all, when you're when you're self-defense it doesn't matter you know kind of what race or, but they would say that he shot most people didn't know that he shot three white people people thought so that's what the media has been doing yeah and they tend to point uh, a, a target on law enforcement that's back. right uh but this is just wrong that's and right these lies have got to stop and if it doesn't fit your narrative sweeping the facts under the rug is not doing the service uh, that, that people uh, deserve. It is what we expect, unfortunately, from a lot of these places, uh, but it's wrong. And I think the way they've treated law enforcement across the board over the last two years has been an absolute disgrace. So let's just be clear. They are not wanting to cover this Wisconsin thing for what it is. They are not wanting the facts uh, to come out the way they are because the facts do not support their narrative. And it's all I'll tell you, this guy, that is the governor of Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis. Folks, he is so impressive. More and more as people learn more about him and listen to him. And the results speak for themselves. Um, two states that a lot of people are flocking to are both Texas and Florida, without question. Folks, this portion of the program, again, visit the website, topetro.com. And it's brought to you by Brood Awakenings. Discover the brood of different uh, brood difference stop in and see them johnson locations are open fresh ingredients cozy environment brood awakening stop in and see them whether it's breakfast or lunch or snack in the afternoon or maybe you're going to meet someone 
uh, you know, a quick business meeting, whatever it may be, or just catch up with a friend, especially during the holidays. Stop it and see them. Two locations in Johnston. Also, Providence, 100 Westminster, beautiful new location. Cranston, Pontiac Avenue, and then uh, right near Garden City, and then also Bald Hill Road. So there's a Brood Awakenings near you. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It is a challenge trying to run your business today, especially if you spend most of your time trying to find the right workers. Instead, let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Right now, are you spending a good amount of your time trying to find the right workers for your business, your company? Call MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals today, 508-336-7801. If you need workers, drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, local, which is aka sleep-at-home drivers, maybe it is drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled labor, office professionals, even in the healthcare business, you can depend on MEGA, M-E-G-A professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. How much time are you spending trying to find the right workers for your business. Let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them right now, 508-336-7801 for MEGA professionals. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once in a lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays. Sale includes diamonds, diamond engagement rings, diamond earrings, diamond wedding bands, diamond pendants, and bracelets. All at 65% off. All wedding bands, rope, Figaro, Miami Cuban, and puffed Gucci chains. Along with crosses and diamond crosses at 65% off. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off all week long. One year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers where Rhode Island gets engaged. It's fall. Very soon, the heating season will be here. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier, Infinity System, J.K.L. Energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency Infinity heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L., carrier factory authorized dealer, licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts for 55 years. J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. J.K.L., is an approved National Grid VPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering today at 401-351-7600. They do it right. They do it right the first time. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. JKL, 401 401- Three five one You're listening to the John DePietro Show, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Joining us right now, what a fantastic new book. Folks, he was Chief of Staff to President Trump. Great book, The Chief's Chief. We want to welcome to the program. It is the great Mark Meadows. Mark, it's John DePietro. First of all, congratulations on a tremendous read. Well, thanks, John, and it's great to be with you and all the listeners, and thank you for always speaking it uh, like it is, telling the truth and bringing it to your listeners uh, with uh, no political correctness. It's it's great to join you, and it was an honor to serve the 45th President of the United States, and hopefully this this book will be something that gives uh, your uh, listeners kind of a behind-the-scenes look at what went on. Mark, I am so glad you wrote this book because finally we get more of an accurate depiction of exactly what was going on, starting with, and even though it's playing out now, but just your thought on the fact that what has come out recently regarding, you know, the Russian collusion and the whole thing, it's really, I think that'll go down as one of the darkest moments in American journalism. 
Well, without a doubt. And and it's interesting, John, that you, you highlight that because I talk about that in the book. And, and there's one one particular uh, 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 chapter called The Long Con. And it is a long con because the Democrats and many of the people in the swamp, they knew how, how bad it was from a standpoint of, of just uh, the fact that it was Hillary Clinton and many of her operatives that were actually colluding with Russia. And it was not indeed uh, any anything that the president uh, actually uh, did, and so so when we we look at that, I think the the real key is is not only coming out, but there's more to come, John. Your your listeners will hear it here first. I'm here to tell you more connections to Hillary Clinton, and as John Durham digs deeper, we'll see that not only was President Trump right that they spied on him, but it was a collusion and a dark day in American history where the Hillary Clinton campaign tried to accuse Donald Trump of what they were actually guilty of. Folks, we speak with Mark Meadows. He was President Trump's chief of staff. A fantastic new book. By the way, this makes for a great Christmas gift for everyone that's listening. The chief's chief. Mark, I like how in the book you write and, and you know, people are seeing now how difficult it can be. But your March 2020, how quickly everything had to pivot it is remarkable how yourself and President Trump took America through the pandemic. Well, you're very kind to give me even a little bit of credit, but it's actually President Trump that did all of that, John. I can tell you, yeah, I was uh, I didn't get much sleep. Uh, the president never sleeps. He he will call at, at all hours of the the morning and night and uh, and to give you a to-do list it seems like uh, he's the vigilant sentinel that is there but really when uh, when uh, the the virus came from China and and started to affect everybody in uh, the United States and around the globe uh, he saw it as his mission to make sure that we got government out of the way and that we got real solutions there. And in spite of what the left-wing media wanted to do is to, to blame him for everything. And they did almost 96% of the time. Uh, it was it was really quick decisions that he made to save our economy, to save lives, and ultimately uh, to fight back against the swamp that was trying to undo his presidency uh, each and every day. Folks, again, we're speaking with Mark Meadows, President Trump, Chief of Staff, his fantastic new book, which makes a great holiday gift, The Chief's Chief. Mark, if you could also just take us through, I like also that you, you talk about, despite all the hurdles, how President Trump, your administration, would keep your eye on the prize. It's incredible how this administration, how fast things have just unraveled. What incredible discipline by yourself and President Trump. Well, you're very kind. I, I can tell you uh, this, that uh, because the president uh, believed that America should be placed as the highest priority, it wasn't just a, a campaign slogan. It was a way of life for him. Uh, in the, the, the epilogue, the final, uh, final chapter of the book, uh, I, I, it, I basically spell out a conversation that, that President Trump and I uh, had uh, just a, a few months ago now, uh, and and he said, Mark, can you imagine that it would have gotten this bad this quick? And I said, no, sir, I couldn't. He says, you know, he says, all Joe Biden had to do was was literally nothing because we had, you know, we had a secure border. We actually had a real plan to bring people out of Afghanistan that wouldn't have put 13 service members in harm's way. And, and so we, we, I put that in that final chapter because uh, so much of what we've seen happen uh, literally were, were things that we had and discussed in the Oval Office that, that bluntly there needs to be some accountability and so we we cover that in uh in keeping your eye on the ball the president keeping his eye on the ball uh was was not only a, a priority for him but it was a morning noon and night uh vigilant kind of uh of way that he he did business every day Mark, can you also touch on, I mean, you weren't new to Washington, you were a congressman. Can you touch on the fact 
that during the course of, of the day, and, you know, there's so much to be accomplished, but just the amount of, and, and now people ridicule it, but just false news, fake news, false information that would get out, that it can, at the same time, as much as it's it's you know so reckless the way it's reported it's still something that gets out there and has to be addressed well it has to be addressed and and uh and and i and i talk about that in the chief's chief i didn't believe in fake news uh until i got to the white house i i knew that that there was you know the president kept talking about fake news and i was on capitol hill and you're you're right and i would know that even the capitol hill reporters they had a left bent they had uh, the way that they would put it out there but they didn't try to make things up when i got to the white house I, it's it's not only that they made it up it didn't have a basis in reality and they would have uh you know, two or three unnamed sources giving them, quote, the facts. And uh, I can remember one one particular story. I'm talking to the reporter. I said, uh, that's just not accurate. And, and I'm willing to go on the record to tell you that it's not accurate. They said, well, we've got good sources. I said, well, you couldn't have good sources because the only other person that was in the meeting is actually sitting here in the room while I'm talking to you. And they didn't talk to you. I mean, but they just make these things up. But you had to address them. And the president, uh, Trump, was we, he did what we call chopper talk always willing to go talk to the press it kept him sharp but boy you know it was killer questions each and every day and it was uh, having to address rumors that very often were just made up by a water cooler can you also just expand on that a little bit just because i i really enjoyed reading that folks again it's mark meadows his new book chief of the chief's chief the uh the chopper talk how did that come about because now when we're looking at a president he can't, they cannot, cannot do that. President Trump walking the rope line, cameras on him, boom, pointing at the reporter, you know, boom, like pop quiz, what do you have? That is not, that is not easy to do. How did that come about? I like how you uh, talk about that and write about that in the book. Well, you know, it's interesting uh, when we talk about that in the book, uh, the chopper talk. Uh, some days there were days when, as his chief of staff, I said, you know, today, you know, sir, this is not a good news cycle. I don't know that you want to go and take uh, take on the reporters. And he would he would look out and he'd say, yeah, there's Jim Acosta from CNN. There's this person. There's that person. He says, I think it's a perfect day to take them on. And so he'd go out and uh, and literally be ready to you know the the rotors on the helicopter on marine one would be uh going it would be on one idle and he'd go in and he says all right well go ahead and but he was not afraid of them you know yeah. what we have now is a joe biden who gets a list of uh, hopefully the softball reporters that are going to ask these nice you know what flavor of ice cream meadows his fantastic new book the chief's chief mark one more thing i just think you captured president trump really that's the thing that i took away the most there are times i was laughing out loud you really captured him very well the dynamic between the two of you uh i'm just curious uh, any type of feedback from the president regarding the book you know the the president uh you know it was interesting when uh when i first said i was going to write he says well i'm going to like it sir well i said well as long as i can tell the truth and let the american people see who you really are and there are parts of it you know the 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 personality part of it uh where he doesn't like uh people to actually see that that nice uh, compassionate side of him that i but we do we do laugh we have a, a lot of fun i can remember one time uh, uh, that you know, we I was so mad about a leak. I said, "Sir, uh, I, I went in. I said, uh, Sir, th there was only four of us in this room, and now we've got the press is calling me about it, and I'm going to fire two people." And he looked at me and he goes, "Mark, I don't know that I'd do that. It may have been me." <laughs> and so. <laughs> uh, and, and so uh, uh, you know, he's one that will always uh, find the humor in things. He and I were able to, to have a, a friendship. Uh, you know, obviously it was a supportive role to the, what I would consider the best president our country has ever had. And, uh, and yet with that, 
we get to talk still on a daily basis. So he, he enjoys it. He's, uh, he's encouraging people to go out and buy it. So hopefully it'll make a good Christmas gift for uh, those who appreciate the 45th president of the United States. Absolutely. Folks, again, the book, The Chief's Chief, Mark Meadows. Mark, really f- fantastic job with the book. It's a pleasure to speak with you, and we'll talk to you again sometime. Sounds great. Thanks, John. Take care. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, MEGA 508 336 2110. 508 336 2110 for MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Whether it's commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections, also Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery. Listen, you're trying to run your business. You need MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508 508- 336-2110. Trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. You need it fixed. You need, need it fixed in a hurry, and you need it fixed right. Call MEGA truck and trailer repair today. Remember, free estimates, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, and if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays, 65% off all week long. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today. 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident? Someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender bender, even a nearly totaled vehicle, Call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best. And if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired. 401-272-3340. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Well, all fall, we have been bringing attention to, drawing your attention to. It has been a crisis with adult men, men over 50, that uh, have felt they've had no options, folks, and have taken their own life. And that's why We've been encouraging people to sign on mantherapy.org to the website and take the, they call it a, a head check, and someone who's been instrumental in drawing attention to it and uh, been on with us this fall is our friend Dr. Rob Harrison. And Dr. Rob, I have heard from uh, so many different individuals that have said that it's the first time they've ever heard two people, and I would mean that would be you and I, talk so openly about something that affects people. It's something that in the past people have considered almost a, a taboo subject, but it's one of those things by talking about it, by people seeking health, logging on mantherapy.org, it could actually save lives. Absolutely, John. Uh, you know, it is a difficult subject to talk about, but it's something that really has to be done. The more we, uh, more information we get about uh, suicide and, and mental health problems, and the more we talk about it, the less stigma is going to be around it. And uh, we're much more likely to get people's help they need. Um, right now, the average time between the time an adult re- realizes that they have a mental health problem and they get help is about 10 years. So that's 10 years of suffering uh, instead of getting help. We've got to, we've got to just uh, decrease that. We've got to help people a lot sooner um, because a lot of those people do end up taking their lives because they don't have any help. 
Dr. Rob, what would you say to family member, spouse, who noticed there's a, a change in behavior? Seemingly, the you know person is, as I would say, slipping more into a hole. I can't, in a sense, reach them. Um, how would you, how would you maybe advise the family, the spouse, the coworker, the the friend, the the parent? Well, I, I think the first thing you should do is, is express your concern and your caring for them. Um, that expression uh, goes a long way in helping somebody to open up and realize that there's hope because other people care about them. Um, the other thing that's really beneficial is to have some training. Uh, there are some free trainings uh, in, in the area. Uh, one is called Mental Health First Aid, which teaches adults how to recognize that someone may be struggling with a mental health problem. Depression is by far the most common, but uh, there's an action plan associated with that training. Uh, it, it takes about uh, six hours to do the training. It, it's free in a lot of the areas, especially in the southern part of the state. Um, but that training really helps you to, uh, to figure out at an earlier stage that somebody may be struggling with something. Um, then the other part is what I call the waterfall when people are, are really thinking seriously about taking their own life. Uh, the training for that that really works is QPR, which stands for Question, Persuade, and Refer. And that helps any adult to recognize that a young that a person of, of any age might be thinking of suicide, ask a question directly, persuade them to let you help them get some help, and then refer them appropriately. Uh, as I said before, we don't want people, everybody going to the emergency room. Not everybody needs to be there in it. Um, the care right now is not great in most emergency rooms for mental health care. So um, we were trying to get people uh, identified as early as possible. We know that the sooner we identify these problems, the, the better chance we'll have of success. But the other thing people need to be given is hope. They need to know that 90% of people with mental health problems can be helped. Uh, it's about the same as their physical problems, actually. So we need to really uh, get the knowledge, the word out there that... Um, the help is available. It may take a while, and while you're waiting to get an appointment, going to the, the websites are really great, and Man Therapy is a, is a great one. Um, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention also has a lot of good uh, online resources. Um, so there, while you're waiting for an appointment, doing something online can be very helpful. But the other thing you can do is just keep checking in with people. What they call caring contacts, give them a call or send them a postcard. Not expecting to reply necessarily, but just to let them know that you're thinking about them and you care about them. Uh, studies have shown that caring contacts really make a big difference in saving people's lives. Folks, again, we'll speak with Dr. Rob Harrison. And Dr. Rob, uh, you have the holidays coming up. You have the continued stress due to the pandemic and everything that's going on right now. Uh, but there is a way that people can, as you said, reach out, get help. It starts by logging on at mantherapy.org. Folks, we're going to continue our conversations with Dr. Rob Harrison. Dr. Rob, great job as Brothers Disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster for your driveway. How do you know it's Brothers Disposal? Because it's a purple dumpster. Look for them on Facebook and give them a call for an estimate, 401 688 Get a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're cleaning out your basement your garage, unwanted belongings. Maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out. Clean it out with Brother's Disposal. They're also now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland today at Brother's Disposal, 401-688-0517. Whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings, call Brother's Disposal today. Come on, brother. Call Brother's Disposal, 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven. Look for them on Facebook. Brothers Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway. Four zero one six eight eight zero five one seven. Listening to the John DePietro Show, AM thirteen eighty ninety nine point nine FM. Joining us right now to talk about this ABC Washington Post poll. He was part of the Trump campaign, and it's David Bossy. David, uh, when the poll first came out about the Biden administration, I'm just curious. Uh, what is it? There's several things that obviously jump out. There's bad news for Biden, good news for the Republicans. I'm just curious if there's some number in that poll that jumped out uh, at you. Well, first of all, good morning. Thanks for having me. I, the, the polling numbers are just devastating across the board for, for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I mean, his his 
approval rating of all Americans is at about 33% right now. Uh, and, and hers is at, at about 28%. Those numbers are startling if you're a Democrat, especially with what happened in Virginia and New Jersey uh, and New York City and all over the country a couple of weeks ago with the elections. So you look at you when you look inside the poll, you see that Democrats and independents have moved away from the Biden policies because they were never for these policies. They voted for Biden for whatever their reasons were, but they didn't vote for socialism. And that's what they're forcing down the American people's throats right now with all of these wild executive orders and policies that have created in the last 10 or 11 months all of these problems that the American people see and feel whether it's the inflation, the crime problem, the border crisis, the Afghanistan debacle, the supply chain crisis, worrying about whether you're going to get a turkey at Thanksgiving and Christmas presents for your kids. The American people didn't sign up for that. And that's what you're seeing in the polling data right now is that it's coming home to roost. And it's really setting the stage for Republicans to have a big year in in the midterms. David, are you surprised that independents have moved so quickly and far away from the Biden administration? Um, no, actually, I'm not. Uh, the The independents were the, were the were the ones who gave and helped uh, elect Donald Trump in 2016. Uh, those independents were who really were hyper focused on the four years of the. Uh, Trump administration by the mainstream media b b selling um, the Russian hoax story, selling and destroying the Trump administration every day on every policy. It didn't matter what they did, whether it was good or bad in their opinion, they were destroying. They attacked this president for the mean tweets and all the things that some people could agree or disagree with. But the problem is, is that after four years, the mainstream media destroyed Donald Trump and they did no vetting of Joe Biden. Did they? Did the mainstream media do one day of any story? They they covered up the the Hunter Biden stuff. They didn't talk about the the the, the problems inside the Biden uh, campaign. They didn't vet what is what's their responsibility for the American people. So the the independents were basically you know uh, uh, lied to. And now I think that they've, they're recognizing that. And that's why it's not surprising at all that they're bouncing so far back away from the Biden administration because they don't agree with a socialist uh, America. And that's what they're rejecting. Folks, again, we, uh, it's the John DePietro Show. We speak with David Bossi, who was with the Trump campaign. David, what are the Republicans, what, what do you think, what are they doing right? Obviously, the messaging resonating. Um, you know, you, you, what are you, what are you surprised that, how the Republicans seem to be zeroed in with their messaging? Um, it's a great question. Uh, part of it is it, it's capturing the momentum. Um, and that's what happened a couple of weeks ago. Over the last several months, something that, you know, Rep the Republicans didn't plan but just happened um, was the critical race theory and the transgender issue in the Virginia uh, races, right? It, it, we didn't, nobody planned that. No Republican strategist said, well, we're going to do this and that. And here's how it's going to work out. Never happens like that. This was an organic parent, mom and dads coming together to school boards saying, this is wrong. Teaching critical race theory is an anti-American ideal. And the board, the, the boards, the, the boards of education handled it so wrong, and it allowed the the, the moms and dads that anger um, to to really fester and then explode on election day. And I got to tell you, you know, one of the most powerful things was when the 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 the, the uh, young woman who was violently raped in a girls' bathroom in a high school by a boy wearing a skirt that then the boy gets transferred to another school where he does it again to another young girl uh, and the school board covered it up in Virginia, in Loudoun County. That exploded when that father was captured on film being tackled by police officers while, while uh, act, asking tough questions of the school board. That's really what has resonated. Moms and dads are the Tea Party movement 
of 2022. They're going to, th those parents are really the energy that's driving. It has nothing to do with, sure, are Republican politicians smart enough to understand and capture that energy? Absolutely. But this, these are organic issues, which makes it much more difficult for the Democrats to defend. Folks, again, we're speaking with David Boss. He was with the Trump campaign. David, two things I want to ask you about. One is uh, a poll in Iowa showed that if there was an election held today, President Trump wins Iowa by 10 points over Joe Biden. But what, what are you to make? What are we to make of Chris Christie with this book tour that he's on? He seems uh, he's got it. Boy, you talk about a short memory. The president embraced him after 2016. He was part of the debate prep. Um, yeah. I, I'm having a tough time watching this and still, you know, I, I he was he was highly regarded. To me, his window was 2012. He chose not to run against Mitt Romney. He lost in 16. I, I, people are really disappointed in the former governor from New Jersey. Well, you know, Chris is a um, Chris is a very smart, shrewd guy. Um, I, I, I believe that Governor Christie is making a calculation that President Trump may not run, and if if President Trump does not run, Chris Christie is thinking that he will be well positioned hmm. to uh, make a serious run uh, for the nomination. Uh, if and I think all bets are off if President Trump ends up running for the nomination again for all candidates. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. Right. Um, the numbers just don't add up. He has a 90 percent approval rating amongst Republican primary voters to think that somebody is going to be able to take him on and win. You know, I mean, who's going to do that? Charlie Baker, uh, Larry <laughs> Hogan. <laughs> no. Chris Christie. I mean, these people, they're 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 fine. Uh, governors in their states, uh, they cannot put together a national operation to take on uh, the former president. David, before I let you go, and again, folks, it's David Bossy. David, you know, it's rare that someone like yourself and those part of the administration and people sometimes, you know, it's like the George Bailey thing. They wonder wonderful life. What would happen if they weren't born in less than mm -hmm. one year? People got to see just how quickly things can fall apart. Are, are you are you even amazed just how quickly the Biden team has basically taken out? I mean, it's really become the Titanic. I don't think they're, they're not coming back from these bad numbers. Well, I, I, look, I want America to succeed just like you do. I want the American people to have a better life. The problem is, is that the Democrats are doubling down instead of learning from, from Virginia and New Jersey a couple of weeks ago. They're damn the torpedoes full steam ahead they're they're gonna march right into the gunfire again and i don't understand um i don't understand why um but uh we as republicans have to take advantage and win every single seat possible to end this biden debacle i you know look on fox news yesterday i have a um, op-ed i commend it to people reading and i it's joe biden's misery index compared to jimmy carter's misery index hmm. and pe people old enough to remember jimmy carter's misery index that was nothing compared to where we are today and where we're headed so i think that their numbers are only going to get worse i think you're right uh, the, the republicans are going to do very well in the midterms we're going to win a lot of seats and we're going to win the house back we're going to win the senate back and that is in a, a year when we have no business winning the Senate back, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Folks, again, he is David. Well, health continues to be an important part of our daily lives. That's why you need to stop in and see the queen of health. It's Maria. It's my health because it's your health. But it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Look for her on Facebook. You can also call her at 401-305-3585. You know where she is, right in that very majestic old white church diagonally across from Davidport Restaurant. It's my health. And inside, pop in, you'll see vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like acai, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Wait till you see the selection. Over 250 bulk herbs, teas, spices purchased by the ounce plus boxed herbs and teas, plus hemp and CBD products. Stop in natural skincare products, hair care products. It's my health because it's your health. Stop it and see Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store, 65% off all week long. 
Our segment is politics this week with me speaking with Justin Katz, managing editor at AnchorRising.com. Justin, I'd like to get your thoughts on this uh, Nelly Gorbia. To me, this is an example of a kind of leak a poll. They want poll results out there, probably for uh, some of their for fundraising ability. But it, it paints, I, I found, uh, I, I just was very almost shocked at the poll results that they were putting out there that almost showed it to the, the Gorbia campaign to be in a almost virtual dead heat with, uh, with Governor McKee. And, and in the poll, they also referred to him, I think it was a letter they sent out, as the acting governor. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on, in this poll, they had Seth Magazine way down, Matt Brown way down, Helena Folks showed up a little bit, but almost like a, a two-person race between Gorbea and uh, Governor McKee. Well, it is it is awfully convenient, right? I mean, you've got McKee obviously is the governor, so he's got name recognition and he's got he's in the news a lot. You've got Magaziner who's using his office largely for self-promotion and their general treasurer's officers, but he's also getting news as the the highest uh, the guy with the highest campaign war chest. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden here comes Gorbea, Gorbea saying, oh, look, we're neck and neck. It is awfully convenient. I mean, it's. Uh, the, these polls, the, the the way they typically, I mean, they, I mean, they can you can cheat easily on a poll to get results you want, but typically the the standard way they they cheat with these polls, as as far as public information is concerned, is they do a bunch of polls and then the one that comes out well or the one that they like the answer to, that's what they release to make it look good. Uh, so it is it is something for uh, McKee to keep an eye on that somebody somewhere pulled this and it came out this way, but it is, it is awfully convenient that, that Corbea uh, is neck and neck. Yeah. I'd like to see where those supporters actually are. And I mean, that's, there's a lot of coloring in, in Rhode Island politics where it's, it's almost difficult to comment on because nothing makes sense. Where is the support for all of the things that people are doing? Where is the support for this particular politician? You just, I just don't see it. But apparently uh, the Gorbea campaign was able to find uh, around a quarter of, of voters who would say they would pick her in this primary. But it also goes to the, the challenge we have lately with these very large pools of candidates. Uh, I mean, we almost... Even in, in our general elections, we get the three, four, five candidates, and it really dilutes the vote. Uh, and I think that's that's part of the questionnaire. Is a lot of the when you're doing a poll, who you know, it's who do you know even on this list? And there's a, just this long list, and you get the diluted numbers, and so you can get different results with every poll. So I I think we're the information is is not is not something to go to the bank with, but it is it is it is telling at least uh and that one hopes the other candidates have their own internal polls that they can they can go by to be a little bit more reliable i i don't believe that this these, these numbers are real i have my own belief that i think secretary of state nelly gobia has a plan of how she's going to win the primary uh and and they want to have it out there that all along their numbers internal numbers showed her right up there because if she won the primary, which I think she's planning on doing because of, uh, let's face it, she's basically running the election with the voting list and so forth. I think this is, I'm predicting now, I think it's going to be a big uproar, but she can't be polling at 10% and then suddenly come from nowhere and be the winner. So I believe they're going to continually put out the, you know, in our polls, it shows that she's uh, amongst the front runners or the front runner. So therefore we're not shocked when in fact she does win the primary. That's that's my own personal belief. Justin Katz, what do you make of the fact that apparently former Rhode Island Governor, Commerce Secretary Raimondo had the lowest name recognition among cabinet secretaries? 66% of respondents said they know who she was. She was also tied for having the lowest favorability rating at 24%. Now that's within the Biden cabinet. Yeah, well, that's, that is, I think there are two ways to two ways to, to maybe interpret this. One is maybe she's just doing the job. Uh, and so she's not in the headlines with, you know, with, with huge calamities, like you see with uh, uh, 
withdrawal from Afghanistan, right? That's going to put another secretary right. into the in a, into the news. Um, so that's maybe she's just there, and by luck or by by competence, maybe she's she's just staying out of the news, which could be good. Or maybe, and this is my preferred explanation, she just her when she was governor, she was very good at getting even national press. Yes. She had turned she had turned the state government into a Raimondo PR machine. Yes, and that was so, such a role. Yeah, first right. time PR so, machine rolling. So I think that's, she doesn't quite have that, or at least the competition with the others trying to get the spotlight are. And I think part of it too is, uh, for whatever reason, you don't tend to hear of, of cabinet secretaries um, in the political realm like well, you, it's not this, as off this was a poll done on the biden cabinet so it's no no not... i mean what what i'm oh, saying is ahead. the well, like journalists will when she was governor doing a pr thing there's buzz is she going to run for president you know that she's she's seen that's part of the buzz that gets you attention and gets you the stories uh, whereas cabinet secretaries you don't tend to have that narrative associated with them so her her pr strategy might not get as much attention just because it's not, I don't know whether journalists think it's unseemly or they just don't think these ways this way, but you don't tend to see, they wouldn't be promoting a cabinet secretary as a potential candidate, particularly of her own employer. But of this cabinet, Mayor Pete has higher name recognition. Janet Yellen has higher name recognition. I think Justin, this shows exactly what we've talked about with as governor, she basically was running a a full-time PR machine. As a matter of fact, even the outside PR firms that supposedly the state hired for tourism, to me, they were really acting as a Ramundo PR machine. This also tells me, I think you're going to start to see her change it up. And suddenly she's about to be become far more visible because with a potential open seat and President Biden unable to run for reelection in 2024, you know, you're to me, you're already seeing the jostling of Mayor Pete and the vice president, Vice President Harris, who has a 28 percent approval rating. I think they're about to watch the Ramundo PR machine go into overdrive because <laughs> no, be... in, in, it's my opinion and my thought that she a Commerce Secretary Ramundo is very competitive. And it's one thing of, OK, it's the president and you don't want to challenge him. But I think if she hears open seat and it's a free for all and she looks at her competition as Harris and, and Buttigieg. Mayor Pete, I think the Ramundo PR machine goes into overdrive, and then she feels that's it's it's a nomination to be had. That that's very much a possibility. I, I do I do wonder though because there's not much that the Biden administration has been doing well. In fact, there, no. the polling data out there is is showing even in Rhode Island. I mean, I was surprised to find you can there's a post on Anchorizing regarding this. You can you can actually dig down to small groups like young college non college educated uh, and. Biden's unpopularity among the young is even higher than older folks. And so he's just sinking. So there's not a lot to say you're doing well within the Biden administration. And, and there's a lot of risk for a cabinet secretary because you set things up. And then if Biden Biden messes it up, as some people say he did uh, in Afghanistan, saying refusing to listen to his his advisors, uh, you, you're on the hook for that. That's part, And you've got the bad rat name recognition. So it is a tough tough thing to do although then then you get Raimondo's PR machine going against the president uh trying to promote her uh as one who is saying the right thing to do and him as a wrong it does create a very sticky situation I'm not sure when she when she skedaddled out of Rhode Island I'm not entirely sure she she expected this to be the outcome folks another quick break a lot more politics this week with the Justin Katz managing editor anchorising.com right here on the John DePietro show It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a a once-in-a-lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays, 65% off all week long. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. 